0: Last week, Attorney General Ken Paxton put to bed this final chapter of this saga to try to get him uh, out of the attorney general's office uh, in fulfillment of left wing wishes in the state of Texas. As a quick note of background, since Ken Paxton dared to to challenge a Bush chosen attorney general, and defeat that Bush-chosen attorney general, he has been uh, under attack from the establishment Republicans who want to deliver for their good Democrat friends, and of course by Democrats. One of the big reasons why Ken Paxton is targeted is because he believes in stopping Democrat socialists while the Bushies and their enablers inside the Texas House, these pro-Democrat Republicans, believe in delivering for Democrats. So that's why uh, Ken Paxton is under constant attack. And I actually had a conversation with somebody offline about this. And basically the word was said to me, or the words were said to me, this never stops. I go, it's never going to stop because there are certain Republicans who defend their good friends, the Democrats, at all costs. And if you are going after Democrats and all the harm they're doing to our people, uh, you are a threat to those Democrats. And thus these pro-Democrat Republicans really get their hackles up. You want to, folks, you want to tick off a pro-Democrat Republican. Go after a Democrat. They will lose their minds. Of course, if a Democrat comes after a conservative, these pro-Democrat Republicans couldn't give a rat's rear end. So part of the statement issued by the Attorney General's office reads as follows, and I'll probably make some comments here and there. The Attorney General Paxton uh, is the most effective attorney general in the country. He's currently fighting over 60 lawsuits pushing back against the Biden regime. I That's my word, not theirs. And the out-of-control federal government and winning. Today, the Office of Attorney General filed an amended answer in the long-running lawsuit against the disgruntled rogue employees. Now, folks, I'm going to change disgruntled rogue employees to... Dade Phelan and pro Democrat Republican co conspirators, because that's what they are. This answer will end once and for all the lawsuit that has been a huge distraction for the Office of Attorney General. It will now be up to the legislature's prerogative to decide if, if, and how much of the judgment to fund. The state has sovereign immunity, and they don't have to pay a dime. To date, the legislature has refused to pay a dime for this case. That makes it all the more of a fool's errand to waste time and money litigating a case that the legislature refused to pay for. These people coordinated a smear campaign with these exact same claims directly before Attorney General Paxton's reelection, and he still won. The coordinated, uh, they coordinated the impeachment scam with A.G. Paxton's political enemies in the legislature, again advancing these exact same claims and again he won in a two-week public trial. They have brought zero evidence and in court admitted they have none. Attorney General Paxton refuses to waste any more precious time and resources doing this for a third time. Let me stop there. Folks, I am I am struck to this day at how vacuous and devoid of substance the attacks against Attorney General Ken Paxton were. And... When these co-conspirators, these so-called disgruntled employees of the, the AG's office, when the co-conspirators showed up on the stand and were asked to back up what they told the House, allegedly told the House, uh, not under oath, and they were asked to repeat that under oath, they wouldn't do it. And as a matter of fact, they had to admit in open testimony under oath, they had no evidence. Let me continue. Attorney General Paxton refuses to waste any more precious time and resources doing this for a third time. The facts have not changed. They simply want to undermine the office of Attorney General at a critical time for Texas. The harassment of Attorney General Paxton needs to stop today. This lawsuit was designed from the start to undermine the office of Attorney General's ability to lead Texas as the nation's top powerhouse against the Biden regime. So, folks... This should be put to bed. You know what? Aside from a bunch of these these house degenerates who launched an impeachment with folks giving testimony not under oath. Aside from their jumping on Twitter and having their little fits, this is pretty much over. And you heard the AG. It's up to the legislature. So Dade Phelan's co-conspirators are going to have to go to him for their payday. Now, about those individuals who launched an impeachment against Attorney General Ken Paxton with no evidence. They decided on purpose not to put people under oath because they couldn't secure an impeachment if folks were allowed and forced to tell the truth under oath. So they allowed him to give their quote-unquote testimony, these co-conspirators, their testimony, which ended up being completely false. So now it's our turn. Those individuals who impeached attorney general ken paxton with no evidence those who legislated against the will of the american people on foreign land being sold to enemies of the united states on parental school choice and education freedom on a border patrol for the state of texas those left-wing pro-democrat republicans will be held accountable by we the people more on that next on the salcedo storm podcast and now- for our sponsor. I'm sure you've seen all these Obamacare commercials. If they were accurate, everybody would be happy and your wallet wouldn't be dragged over the coals. In the real world, it appears... Those ads are just as much BS as Obamacare is. What if you're under 65 and need quality, affordable health coverage? American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays at the doctor and no deductible on all outpatient services, including surgeries. You pick your doctors and hospitals. There are private plans, enroll anytime, and they are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American Medical Plans. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you
1: every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Do
0: you support the sanctity of life? Our military, our veterans, our first responders? Well, so does Patriot Mobile. They have great discounts for all of those folks, plus you multi-line users out there. But that's not where Patriot Mobile stops. They continue their support by donating millions every single year to conservative causes that you and I care about. And if that isn't enough to get you to switch, how's about the fact that Patriot Mobile isn't limited to just one network? They have all three major carriers. That means they provide an industry-leading coverage guarantee. Need more reasons to switch? When you go to patriotmobile.com slash storm and you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support me. So you get great value, support the causes you love, and keep your liberty loving Latino's voice independent all for making the switch and putting your hard-earned money that you're already spending to work at battling the woke. Call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT or go to patriotmobile.com slash storm. Use the promo code storm. That gets you free activation. 972 to Patriot at patriotmobile.com slash storm.
1: The establishment media is out of touch with the real things real Texans care about. Real news for real Texans. That's what Texas Scorecard does every day. Learn more and subscribe for free. TexasScorecard.com slash Chris. Folks,
0: I want to bring on a man who has been doing some great things for the state of Texas. He has, um, he has set, set himself on an agenda of keeping Texas free. And to do that, we have to take care of some individuals who have infiltrated the Republican Party and who have set us on a course of a com not, not defeating the socialists and the communists inside the Democrat Party, but meeting them halfway, the John Cornyn way, the Dade Phelan way. And it's a way that leads to nothing but ruin, as the national Republicans have proven. Luke Macias is a Texas-based political consultant who's helped elect the most conservative public servants across the state of Texas. He's worked from the local level to statewide campaigns. Full-spectrum conservative here, my friends, who who works alongside public officials who will walk the walk and talk the talk. Luke Macias, welcome back.
1: Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me on this morning.
0: First off, reaction to President Trump's landslide, record-setting victory in Iowa. He got 10,000 more votes than he did in 2016, despite a 45% drop in turnout.
1: I think it's real proof that... Um, the Republican Party right now is ready to move on when it comes to the presidential elections to November. They're ready to focus on defeating Joe Biden with Donald Trump as their nominee. And um, I was a little disappointed just to hear Ron DeSantis and, and Nikki Haley's speeches last night acting like they received some resounding endorsement to keep their campaigns going. I think what Vivek Ramaswamy was correct was read the room, understand the time you're in, drop out, support the nominee. And so... Um, I think that it was very clear if, if a candidate couldn't defeat Donald Trump in Iowa, you're not going to defeat Donald Trump in a single state this union. And so move on. It's time to rally around there and then also focus on the upcoming primary in Texas so we can get actual conservatives elected yeah. uh, and make sure that these districts are actually represented by somebody who's going to push the Republican Party platform forward.
0: I saw some analysis. I think it was Matt Schlapp yesterday who was who was saying, you know, you can continue on and then pray for a miracle or pray some left winger gets lucky and throws Donald Trump in jail. And hopefully that might turn the electorate. You, you can pray for that, but the, the reality on the ground is that, that, that his challengers now, governor Ron DeSantis and ambassador Nikki Haley, they are getting beaten by president Trump in their own home States. So I I, I think that, as you said, there's got to be an, an acceptance and acquiescence of reality here. and, do, we have a track record of President Trump to go on. So if he's going to be the one uh, that is going to stop these these socialists, these Marxists from what they've been doing to this country for the last uh, for the last three and a half years, then maybe uh, consolidating and fi- living to fight another day is probably the best way to go. Now, let's you and I turn to our own concerns here in Texas. The races to watch you di- you just recently did a, a podcast on this that that boiled down some of the key races that the Texans ought to be watching all across the state for our primary on March 5th, with with an emphasis on getting rid of the rhinos, for lack of a better term. I call them pro-Democrat Republicans. Can you uh, detail some of those races you're watching?
1: Absolutely. So what we have is uh, I'll, I'll give kind of a little bit of a, a smattering throughout the state of Texas, right? So um, the first and foremost, you definitely have the Dade, Phelan, David Covey Alicia Davis race um just north of Houston in Beaumont, Orange, and Jasper counties. ultimately um, a, a, a sitting speaker. Uh, and i speak as somebody who ran multiple campaigns against Joe Strauss when he was when I was running campaigns and and he was the sitting Republican speaker. It's a very difficult. Uh, we have not actually even taken the Speaker to a runoff, let alone defeat them in their primary at any time in modern history. But Dade Phelan is is facing a very serious opponent in David Covey, who's now been endorsed by Ken Paxton, Commissioner Sid Miller. The Republican Party of Texas has called on Dade to resign, as is Donald Trump. So I think you have a situation there that people are all going to be watching that race on election night. Yep. Can Dade Phelan, one, be defeated outright on election night or can he be forced under 50 percent so that he actually faces a runoff
0: can i ask and, you a question um, about that because yes look joe strauss say what you want to he did just enough and to to bs and con conservatives uh he had money as does as does dade phelan and he was able to get out there and conservative this and conservative that, and then and then give a bunch of lip service on a compliant media who knew the score that he really wasn't a conservative, just so they could keep him in power. Dave Phelan isn't. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not trying to be pejorative here. I just think it's a fact. He's not as experienced or as smart as Joe Strauss, and he he's one of these guys that that believed himself to be untouchable, almost in a in a in a gangster like mentality. And he overreached in this last legislative session to deliver for Democrats. Do you think the analysis there is that maybe he's just not as smart as Joe Strauss and it gave conservatives an opening?
1: So I think you're absolutely right that he is not as smart as Joe Strauss. He navigates things in a much more clunky fashion, um, and he's he's just not as good at actually navigating the legislative process. Also just managing the relationships. There's a difference between dropping an occasional um, reminder that you and Dan Patrick are different, but Dave Phelan has decided to like actually go after Dan Patrick, which is just not a smart idea. Dan usually wins that battle um, whenever you decide to attack him in that way. One other element that I think people miss out on a little bit is that dave field's district is also considerably more conservative than joe strauss's district yes Uh, i live ten minutes away from joe strauss's district it's the wealthy part of san antonio alamo heights terrell hills almas park uh the reality is that marco rubio won his district over ted cruz and donald trump joe strauss's that is and joe strauss lived in a district that donald trump i think beat hillary clinton by like three or four percentage points in his district so it's a suburban upper middle class way higher college-educated group of white suburbanites who honestly liked having a moderate Republican represent them. You then go to Dade Phelan's district, and these people are red-blooded Americans. I think 17% of his district voted for Hillary Clinton, and like 80-something percent voted for Donald Trump. It's a very large number. And so Dade Feeland governed like Joe Strauss, thinking, well, this is just what speakers do, and forgetting the fact that, like, my voters Are way more conservative than this, and they will hold me accountable. So I'm very encouraged by the potential. Let me uh, hop around a couple of races that I think people will be watching on election night. So in the DFW area, you have a smattering. You have Lynn Stuckey, who won re election by 88 votes last time. There's a Patriot named Andy Hopper who's running against him. Everybody's watching that race. Yeah, we had him on.
0: We had him on. We had him on about that. Before you go on to Glenn Rogers, just real quick, a story about Lynn Stuckey. I gave a speech. Up in North Texas, uh, to a group of people there. And I started talking and decrying and de- decrying Democrat chairs. And and before I brought you on, I was talking about Brian Harrison who yes. who said, you know, why aren't these these pro Democrat Republicans wandering around the state on their campaign literature talking about how they support Democrats in powerful chairmanships and committees? Lynn Stuckey actually went to I was I was told this, I didn't see it. But they actually—he actually went to the organizers of this speech and said, "Get him off the stage because I was decrying Democrat chairs." That's the the level of integrity Lynn Stuckey has.
1: I mean, he's still part of that old guard Dave Filon's regime, um, and and he's very vulnerable. He, he held his seat by 88 votes. You would think that at that point you'd say, "You know what? Maybe I need to actually uh, shape up and and correct my voting record." But he didn't, and so. I think there's an opportunity there. Right. You were just at the campaign kickoff, Chris, for Glenn Rogers, mm-hmm. um, who is definitely somebody who's vulnerable, and uh, and we we have a real shot at getting him out. Glenn also only got reelected by a couple hundred votes, and so um, he's very vulnerable. The governor supported him two years ago, supported his reelection, came out, actually campaigned for him, spent a couple hundred thousand dollars for him, and instead. Uh, now he's campaigning against Glenn Rogers for Michael Alcott, the conservative patriot running in that race. And so very grateful that the governor has switched sides on this one. And I think that bodes well for the likelihood of, of defeating Mr. Rogers.
0: Which is which? Um, in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood isn't all that great under Mr. Rogers. By the way, Luke Macias, our guest right now, folks, he is a Texas-based political consultant. And he is one of the good guys trying to make sure that we defeat the cancer inside the Republican Party, these pro-Democrat Republicans. So that's North Texas. What else are you watching?
1: Well, uh, Reggie Smith, Cronda Timish, and Justin Holland, I would at least kind of wrap up there. And There's a bunch of others in North Texas, but those are three other big ones. In Sherman, in Rockwall, in Kronda, Timish is Louisville. Her opponent is Mitch Little, who's the very prominent attorney during the Paxton trial. Mm-hmm. You had Tony Busby and Mitch. Uh, Mitch is running for that seat. He was actually Cronda Timish's treasurer. Helped her get elected. They go to the same church. Told all his friends to vote for. Her, and then through the Paxton trial, his eyes were open to the fact that you know what, my Republican representative, who I know as a friend, is not an actual conservative fighter that she told me she was. Yep. And so he's running for that seat. So there's some some other top ones in the Houston area. We have J.C. Chaton uh, down there in the Fort Bend County Sugarland area. Uh, he is one of the most liberal Republicans in Texas, and his opponent is Matt Morgan. J.C.'s kind of most known in in Austin, he got up and and gave a speech about why we needed to give taxpayer grants to these mental health care facilities that are socially transitioning kids with transgender care Wow! and uh, radical transgender ideology is what I would call it. And so he convinced 10 of his Republican colleagues to actually get up and vote with him and all the Democrats to say that this grant program was going to go to any mental health care hospital. The only thing Tony Tinnerall wanted to add to that bill was a line that said, you don't get government taxpayer-funded grants if you're socially transitioning kids. If you're doing this radical transgender uh, treatment on three, four, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds,
0: which is child abuse, your
1: time—it's it's, it's disgusting. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah, it's child abuse. So, so this uh, uh, th- this representative basically went out there and said, "We need to publicly with with taxpayer money subsidize child abuse." Yep.
1: Yep, wow. and, and build those facilities up. This bro- program was going to literally help people expand their facilities, right? So you have a bunch of Republicans saying, hey, let's not expand facilities that are literally going to be used to brainwash and abuse these children. And they go, well, let's just give it to them and let them do whatever they want.
0: Good grief. And
1: so uh, that's J.C. Jaton. If you continue to go around in the Houston area, too, you've got a handful of other races. Mano de Ayala is being opposed by John Perez, who's a strong um, conservative. Steve Toth actually is a conservative fighter who's being opposed from the left, somebody actually running against him because he advanced too many conservative Principles. So that's another one that I think everyone's kind of taken, t- taken a look at and continuing to follow. There's a handful of districts, not in the Houston or DFW area. You have Dwayne Burns. Um, he is in Johnson, a little bit of a rural area, kind of central Texas, just south of uh, DFW. But his opponent's Helen Kerwin, and she's been endorsed by Dan Patrick, Ken Paxton, Sid Miller. And Dwayne is a chairman under um under Dade Feeling, so I wow. mean you just start kind of going around there I can continue to give you more names if that's
0: helpful well, but I, I, yeah I mean that's actually that's a pretty good primer right now first off give me before we get on to the last thing I wanted to talk with you about uh is there a centralized website where you put this all down maybe they, you can point folks to your podcast
1: uh, yeah, if you, <clears throat> so I don't have the list written yet, and I probably should do that, so I will work on publishing something like that, um, but what I would do is just go to last week's episode of the Luke Messiah Show, Luke Messiah Show is on YouTube or any of the podcast platforms you listen to it on, and I just kind of go through the entire state, cool. every single state house race, so somebody can get an idea cool. of what is in their area.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think, folks, you ought to do that. If you want to know what the, who the players are, who the because the primary is where it's at. You want to defeat these pro-Democrat Republicans. Luke Macias has a great guide to do that and get involved. It, it is your state, and we've got to make it the most conservative state it can be to stand against what's happening in the federal government last thing the dishonesty in reporting about this drowning of the illegal aliens on the mexican side of the u.s mexico border and then they're trying to blame governor greg Abbott. i mean from the shrubs at the quorum report to the democrat socialists inside this state the the from to the democrat morning news the the dishonesty at which this is being reported is breathtaking, is it not?
1: Uh, it, it's Breathtaking is disappointing, but it's just a reminder that the legacy media outlets are run by leftists who really hate you. They hate me. They hate your listeners. They hate this state. Yep. They want Texas to go blue. And they want their ideas and their value systems to rate and so they're they're willing to lie to get us there and the idea that we have a sovereign state and nation is something they despise they actually don't like the state they don't like the nation Mm -hmm. and so the fact that we have a governor who's doing some things at the border to actually stop this the flow which is causing joe biden to actually sue the state of texas right for years he didn't now he's doing it and he's doing it because We're actually trying to stop a few people from coming into our country illegally and our state. And so now they're going to say, hey, anything, any inch, we're taking a mile. And we'll basically accuse Governor Abbott of drowning these people. Um, It's very sad to see, but it's not surprising because if you understand that these people literally hate us, Um, It's not surprising to lie about folks, and what
0: they're saying is, is that the governor Abbott killed those people, even Mm -hmm. though it all happened on the Mexico side. They're trying to blame Governor Abbott, shutting out the feds who were basically facilitating illegal immigration rather than trying to stop it. Uh, shutting them out of Shelby Park and Eagle Pass. Luke Macias, everybody, the Luke Macias Show. Check it out where you get your podcasts. And for those of you in Texas, download it. And basically, it is a great voter guide that I can highly recommend, as you could hear. He is a man who knows the score around the state of Texas. Mr. Macias, appreciate your work and always appreciate you being here.
1: Thank you, Chris. God bless you.
0: That's going to put a wrap on this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me a favor, friends. Visit two websites, texasscorecard.com. You can find me and Luke Macias there in our efforts to rid the state of Texas of this cancer. These Benedict Arnolds who serve Democrats but call themselves Republicans. And they, they do so at the, at the expense of their own voters, which makes it even more egregious. Also visit ChrisSalcedo.com. That's where you'll find me, The Chris Salcedo Shows, on AM 700, KSEV, Morning Talk Radio, Simulcast on Getter and Rumble on Newsmax 2, and you'll find me on Newsmax 1, 100% TV in the afternoon, Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock until 5 Eastern. Until we visit again, my friends, remember this, a society's worth is not measured by how much power is stolen by government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me, we the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends.